This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's Cast Live, your comprehensive look at the Oakland Athletics. And Mike Fires has thrown his second no-hitter. And 29 other MLB clubs. 2-2 pitch on Trout, and he blasts one. Way back! It's one out. Join us as we take you inside the baseball universe. From the opener to launch angles to clutch moments, we have you covered. Spend your afternoon with us next from the town, only on A's Cast Live. A's Cast Live. Here's Chris Townsend. That's right, it is A's Cast Live right here from Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. You know, this place gets a bad rap. I got to be honest with you, it's not as bad as you think it is. And everybody talks about how miserable Tropicana Field is and they need a new ballpark. I know the Rays need a new ballpark. I agree. But this place isn't as bad as people make it out to be. And I was thinking about it going, you know what? It's just because in baseball, everybody wants to be outside. It's an outside sport. But when you travel around, most teams should not be playing outside. That's just a reality. Or you should at least have every, every, I know you're not going to change certain places, but you should, everybody should have a retractable roof. Because the weather at this time of the year around the country is terrible. It's terrible. Everywhere you look, rain delays, rain delays, rain delays. You can still be outside with a retractable roof. There's no way like these guys could ever have a stadium that's outside. No way. We got a great show for you today. Matt Vaskersian from the MLB Network is going to join me coming up here at 2.15. Can't wait to talk to him. You know what a big A's fan he is. We're going to talk A's. We're going to talk Rays. We're going to talk Big Poppy. And that good news on Big Poppy being reported that he's in Boston and actually took a few steps today. So we'll get into that with Matt. And that's going to be at 2.15. And then later on today at 2.45, it's Tuesday. So what does Tuesday mean? It's the Bob Melvin Show on A's Cast Live. You're going to love this edition of Bob Melvin because I'm going to get into a lot of different things with him. And it's just not going to be – what we're going to do with Bob Melvin each week is like what I used to do on 95.7 when we used to have the Bob Melvin Show is we're not going to sit here and just go, hey, Bob, last night's game. I mean, that's what we do for the pregame show in A's Total Access. We're going to try and go a little broader with Bob, and I taped the interview earlier. So some of the things you're going to hear in the Bob Melvin show, you're going to hear about Big Poppy. You're going to hear about the U.S. Open down at Pebble Beach starting on Thursday. You're going to hear about home runs. We're going to talk about a lot of things with Bob. He will address the back of the bullpen as the back of the bullpen continues to struggle. The numbers are pretty scary, and I had to ask Bob about it. I mean, when you start looking at the ERA for this bullpen, Lou Trevino has a 5.01 ERA. What? Blake Trinan has a 3.34. Joaquin Soria was supposed to be a big deal for the A's this year. His ERA is 5.68. That has to change dramatically for the athletics if they're going to get back on track as the A's right now will enter tonight's contest at 33 and 34. And they could be playing arguably the best team in baseball. Bob believes this team, and I'll talk about it here, I'll talk about it in the broadcast tonight, Bob believes that this could be the best roster in baseball. And the way they run their franchise, we'll ask Matt Paskirjian about it, the way they run things, they're so analytically driven. They don't, they don't go to other people for analytics like some franchises do. 
they've brought it all in-house. They have, they're like the Yankees. They have their own analytical department that does all their numbers right here at Tropicana Field. And obviously it is working. Home runs, by the way. The home home runs are up like unbelievable. Entering Monday. So as of what is today? Tuesday, I'm losing track of my days. Where am I? What's my hotel room? I'm losing track. So entering Monday, we were on pace for 6,514 home runs, almost a thousand more home runs that were hit in 2018. 2017 was the record of 6,105. So we're on pace for over 400 more than 2017, and that's the record. Entering today, we have 15 players with 18 or more home runs. 22 teams are on pace to hit 200 or more home runs. These are all records, by the way. So if we have 22 teams on pace to hit 200 or more, how many hit 200 or more last year? There was just 11. The most in every... most in any baseball season where teams hit 200 or more was that record year of 2017, 2017, and they only had 11. They only had 11. And I asked Bob about it, and I'm, you wait. This, you're going to love this Bob Melvin interview. I'm not overselling this. Because Bob, what's interesting about Bob is Bob is one of the few managers who throws BP. He always has. And the reason why he throws BP is because he wants to see how his hitters, especially his main guys, are swinging it. So that's why you'll see him pitching to Chapman and Olsen and KD if you ever get a chance to watch batting practice. So I said, okay, do you see a difference? Wait till his answer. Because Bob's feeling the baseball, he's throwing the baseball, he's seeing the reaction of the baseball off the bat, just not from the dugout, but he's seeing it during batting practice. Wait till you hear his reaction. But that's the crazy thing, is that we are seeing home runs at a rapid rate. And, of course, it's that old commercial from Glavin and Maddox, Chicks Dig the Long Ball. But, man, the amount of home runs... We have a little montage for you. I don't know if you were following it yesterday, but it was actually a record was set in Major League Baseball between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. Let's go to Philadelphia, where they set a record last night with 13 home runs. Eikhoff into the windup, and the first pitch of the ballgame is swung on and driven down the right field line towards the fence. It is gone. A leadoff home run on the first pitch of the game for Gerard Dyson, and the D-backs are up one to nothing. 2-2, swinging a drive to right, way back. Harper just gives it a look, and it is gone. Into the second deck. Cattell Marte goes back to back. David swings and drives one in the air. Deep center field, to the fence, back to back, to back. Swung on, hit in the air, deep down the left field line. Running towards the corner is Peralta. He's to the track. He's at the wall. He leaps, and it's gone. It just clears Gene Segura with his sixth home run of the season. Big smile on his face. Payoff. Escobar drives that one in the air to deep right field. Harper looks up. It's gone. Eduardo Escobar, a two-run home run to right. Avila to deep right field, and that ball is long gone. Two-run homer, Alex Avila, the fifth big fly of the night for the D-backs. Swing and a drive to right field. Back goes Jones to the track, to the wall, looks up. It is gone. Goodbye. And the home runs keep coming here at Citizens Bank Park for Scott Kingery. It is his fifth home run of the year. Second home run for the Phils. Seventh home run in this game. Escobar to deep left field, and that one is long gone. Eduardo Escobar is homered from both sides of the plate in this game. The D-backs sixth homer of the night. D-backs are just worried about crooked numbers. Vargas to deep left field. To the fence is Bruce. It is gone. Ildemaro Vargas, the D-backs seventh homer of the night. Out toward right center field. That is well struck. Locastro on the run. It is gone. Second home run of the night for Scott Kingery. 
Vargas to deep left field, and that ball is gone. Second homer of the game for Ildemaro Vargas, the eighth homer of the night for the D-backs, and the 11th in the game for both teams. Wow. A high fly ball to deep left field. Peralta going back, and it is gone. It's a record. Most home runs combined hit at Citizens Bank Park. Bruce swings and hits one high in the air. This one's got a chance. Deep right center field, and that ball is gone. And it's the 13th home run hit in his game tonight. 13 home runs in a game. Absolutely unbelievable. That is a Major League Baseball record. Can you imagine, like, tonight, if we had 13 home runs? You'd have to tell Vinny, get your home run call going up, over, and out. <laughs> I mean, wow. 13 home runs. It's just the way the game's going. And it's not going to change. But it doesn't mean you're going to win. That's the thing. What I love about the game, even though it's evolving, it's still the little things that you do is why you're going to win games. And that's why we're sitting here in a dome stadium with a team that's getting like 6,000 a game, but yet they might be the best team in baseball because they still do the little things really, really well. And the one thing about the Rays that is really interesting, it's it sparked my interest. And I actually said this to Glenn Kuyper as the Rays were out working out today. Boy, these guys work hard. They really work hard at their craft. They remind me of Japanese teams. Now, if you ever saw on Facebook or on Twitter, when we were over in Japan, I, I showed the video of the two cages and the balls flying everywhere. And every there's constant motion with the Japanese team. They are constantly working. They're constantly trying to get better. Every single player on the field is doing it. I've noticed the Rays do that. The Rays remind me they train like a Japanese team. And that's why they got the lowest payroll, but yet they're 41 and 24. These dudes are legit. And they're, 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 in, the, they're in the arm race. It's an arm race in the American League East with the money that's being spent by the Yankees, by the money being spent by the, the Red Sox, these guys are beating them, and they're not spending as much. And I'm not going to be shocked if they're going to be the AL East champs. And can you imagine if you're the Yankees and you're – and it's the same thing with the A's at times. I mean, think of last year. Think about the money that the Angels are spending. And all of a sudden you're looking, these guys are winning 97 games? How is that? But no one spends like the Yankees and uh, the Dodgers are up there, obviously. I mean, the, But you think about the Yankees and the Red Sox, the amount of money they spend year after year after year becomes billions after a while. And you got this team spending no money and they're beating you? Wow. Matt Vaskersian from the MLB Network, big-time A's fan, is going to join me next right here on A's Cast Live. Now is the time to secure your own terrace table with seating for two or four people to eat, drink, and cheer the A's right from these amazing new half-moon tables. With awesome in-seat ordering and exclusive discounts, this might be the best seat in the house. So grab your friends, family, or coworkers and come out early for a great day at the ballpark. To learn more about the terrace and some of the other exciting new ballpark locations, visit athletics.com slash premium today. Want to take home half of the 50-50 pot? This season, you'll have even more opportunities to test out your luck. The Oakland A's Community Fund will host a 50-50 raffle at every home game in 2019. Tickets are sold from gates opening through the last out of the sixth inning, from raffle sellers, or at the kiosk at Section 217. The winner will be announced in-game and will receive 50% of the jackpot, with the remainder benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more at athletics.com raffle. Free parking, free drinks, and maybe even your favorite A's players flying into your lap. 
the Field Box is a great way to entertain clients or enjoy a game with your family and friends. Located next to each dugout, now is your time to get in on the action right from the field. To learn more about the Field Box and other premium seating options, visit athletics.com slash premium or call us at 510-638-GO-A's. That's 510-638-4627. 510-638-4627. Want to give back to the community along with some of your favorite A's players and front office staff? Through the A's volunteer team, fans can join us in giving back to Oakland and the East Bay. Through your time and energy, fans can earn rewards based on the number of hours spent volunteering. To get started, visit athletics.com slash community. That's athletics.com slash community. From sweet plans to single game suites, there's nothing like premium hospitality and athletics baseball. New for the 2019 season, food and beverages are now included in all suites plus options to create a three-game suite plan. Plus, select plans also include an A's Access membership, allowing you to attend every regular season home game. To learn more about A's Suites, visit athletics.com slash suites. That's athletics.com slash suites. If you love chicken pies and a dynamic menu, then you're going to love the chicken pie shop of Walnut Creek. You have to try their world-famous chicken pie dinner, which has been served in Southern California for 80 years. That's a chicken pie shop right off Main Street in downtown Walnut Creek, located at 1251 Arroyo Way. Parking's easy, perfect for events, daily drink and food specials, and best of all, great food. Check out their menu at chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com, right off Main Street, Walnut Creek. Streaming from the East Bay, A's Cast Live continues with Chris Townsend. Live from Tropicana Field, it is A's Cast Live. Matt Vaskersian is going to join us in moments from the MLB Network. Huge A's fan. And can't wait to have him on. I've been watching his work for a long time when he was doing the San Diego Padres and then now doing nationally what he does play-by-play and his work on the MLB Network is as good as any. As you guys know, I've talked about it for a long time. I'm an MLB Network junkie, and really everybody in baseball is now. You know, when I I first started back in, what was it, 96, 97, when you walked into a clubhouse, it was always on ESPN. Now you walk into a clubhouse, every single clubhouse, and it's on the MLB Network. And he now joins us, Matt Vaskersian. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, Chris, you got it. Good talking to you. Yeah, this is what, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on early is we've created something that nobody else in baseball is doing. And you know all about the A's and innovation as a big-time A's fan is we are the only team allowed to have a 24-7 streaming station that's just about the A's. Then we created this live show for the TuneIn app on A's cast. So what we're doing is pretty historic, and I really believe, as I've talked to a lot of different baseball teams, and they're asking me, like, how are you guys doing this? I think in the future, every single team is going to be doing what we're doing. But as you know, the A's, we always got to be first. (laughs) I love that about the A's. Love that about what you're doing here. And I would agree that in a copycat league and a copycat business, pro sports, baseball, certainly, everybody's going to fall in line and do this. And who knows, maybe we'll even get to a place where, uh, you know, that's the official and exclusive place to tune into a game uh, at some point. But for now, it's super cool that the A's have uh, a 24-hour outlet like yours. So when you think about your fandom with the A's, obviously it's very tough on the East Coast because our games are late. But was it like working at the MLB Network and, and you're a big-time A's fan? You know, I, I've uh, I, I've put it out there for such a long time that um, anytime there's like an A's thread to a story, or you know, Matt Chapman hits in 20 in a row, or Chris Davis goes three straight with a with a two-run homer, whatever it might be, it's always oh, your A's Vascursion, <laughs> and and I'm proud of that. Uh, you, you're right in that the only hard part about it is that games start at you know 10 10 Eastern time when I'm getting ready to hit the rack. Uh, but on the occasion that I'm up and lucid, which is sometimes, there's the fact that we have this technology and that I can watch an A's game on any device 
regardless of where I might be, is the kind of thing that if you had suggested that to me when I was a kid growing up in the East Bay, dying for product, just waiting for the time that I could, you know, turn on the radio and get the game because it was the only place to stay involved. If you had suggested that this kind of thing would have been available to former me in 1976 or whatever, I'd have, I'd have thought I was dead and gone to heaven. I mean, it's the greatest thing. There's no excuse to not keep up with your favorite team, to have a part of the dialogue. I mean, I one of the things I do when I get to MLB Network in the morning uh, and begin a shift is I get onto .com and vote for the A's to represent at the All-Star team. And it's that's a that's an uphill battle, as we know, as A's fans. But uh, it's cool. This technology allows your fandom to be uh, everywhere. So I'm sitting here in the press box at Tropicana Field, and I look at the A's. I look at the Rays. I look at how they're built. I look at their issues with stadiums. It, it, it's like these two teams mirror each other like no other teams. Yeah, really true. Uh, you know, and it starts with the fact that they just have to go about their business a little smarter than everybody else because of the limitations they have in terms of market size, resource, ballpark, all the things we know to be true. The Rays, to me, have really hit uh, home runs this year with a couple of things. And this is, again, the A's are very much active and trying to do the same thing. But the deal they made with the Pirates to bring in Tyler Glass now and Austin Meadows uh, might go down as a Lou Brock for Ernie Brolio type heist that we talk about uh, in a historic sense down the road. Those, I mean, you've got a guy, Glass now, before he got hurt was, and it was early, but he was in the Cy Young talk. Uh, you've got Austin Meadows, who is absolutely in the MVP discussion now. Nothing against Chris Archer, but that's two super-duper stars that aren't, being, uh, aren't garnering a lot of money for a guy who's perhaps already had his best spurt as a big leaguer. Uh, and the A's do a lot of that same stuff. You know, the, the, the free agent signing of Charlie Morton. The A's have hit gold with, with free agent signings and the pitching staff before. Last year was the greatest example of all. So you're right. There are parallels there. Uh, it's easy to root for both of those teams, even though uh, the powers that be and, you know, the big media monsters always want the Red Sox and Yankees to square off. Uh, for me, give me A's and Rays because I just love how they have to work. Entering Monday... We're on pace for 6,514 home runs. That's nearly 1,000 more than last year. The record was obviously in 2017. That's going to blow by that by almost 500. What is your take on all the balls flying out of the yard these days? Well, I mean, the narrative, uh, you know, the conventional wisdom is that there's something going on with the baseball. And I, I'm not qualified enough to make that determination the one piece of evidence that i can point to that would kind of back that philosophy is that now that they're using the major league ball in triple a all the triple a homers are up too so i mean that's a that's a coincidence that's it's too vivid to ignore and i am not a scandal theory guy all these people with their you know, their hot take, Oliver Stone, oh, this is a fix, this is a scam, this is a... I, I don't buy into all that, but it is hard to ignore these numbers that home runs are way up and home runs at AAA are up and the balls for the first time are the same. And speaking of home runs, we had a couple dust-ups over the weekend. The A's with Sampson and Canna. Sampson didn't like that Canna watched it for just a little bit. It was pretty ridiculous. And then, of course, the one that everybody's talking about, Madison Bumgarner and Max Muncy. Where are you on the old school versus new school? Bat flip, pitchers don't like it. What's your view on it? What's your the view by your colleagues on it? You know, I think most of the guys that work here at MLB Network, former players, um, and there are some exceptions, but most guys feel like, look, we have to kind of change our sensibilities about the unwritten rules. And the mixed messages that we get from Major League Baseball, uh, on one sense, on one hand, you've got the whole let the kids play camp, where, you know, pimping a home run, flipping a bat, putting your hat on backwards, whatever you want to do is fine. And then you've got the other side of the fence that feels like adhere to the older policies, play the game the way it's meant to be played, respect it, uh, keep your head down, better be seen and not heard. There's that. 
I think more people are falling in line with the let the kids play camp. And for me, I think it just, you can't put a blanket statement on it. It's got to be looked at in individual doses. If somebody pimps a home run in a lopsided game and it's so egregious and so outlandish, um, then yeah, I, I don't like that. But if it's an emotional moment, if the game's on the line, if it comes against an opponent that that player has struggled against, uh, then yeah, do it. I mean, I, the Muncie thing for me is a great example of, of where nobody's wrong. Muncie hits this monstrous shot into McCovey Cove. He flips the bat. He does a little dance out of the box. Uh, that's okay by me. Bumgarner yells at him all the way around the bases. That's okay by me too. And Bumgarner's line I thought was perfect. He said, look, if you're going to endorse a, a hitter, a player, quote-unquote, being himself, let me be myself and let me bark back. I love that. Where, where I take exception is if Max Muncy digs in the next time against uh, Madison Bumgarner and gets hit in the wrist and breaks a bone, then I've got a huge problem with that. Just because he took you deep doesn't mean you need to retaliate. I think that, that incident is a perfect microcosm as to the many different complexities with, with this issue. You know, I think about your career and all of the play-by-play you have done and the sports that you have covered. So when you think Sunday night baseball, great to have you on there. I love watching it. You have your work in the NFL. You've done the Olympics. For you as a broadcaster, what's been the best one for you to cover? It's, it's baseball for me. I mean, this was this is my, my love. And I always kind of litmus test it this way for people, um, younger broadcasters or, you know, people that – that know uh, a little about a lot as opposed to people that know a lot about a little. I always say, look, worst case scenario, and you're doing a game, baseball, football, basketball, whatever, or you're hosting a studio show, and everything around you blows up. The power goes out, uh, your analysts are stricken with laryngitis, and nothing else works except you have to talk. How long could you go? How long can you segue yourself into the next discussion in any given sport? And for me, um, you know, and this is the, what the answer should be for everybody, it's you should, you should be loaded enough to where you never stop. You should be loaded up with information and talking points to where it comes naturally enough to where you can keep going forever until they tell you shut up. And for me, there's only one game that I can do that, and that's baseball. As much as I love football, as much as I love basketball, um, Baseball for me is the game, and I'm, I'm pretty lucky to be to be doing the one that I'm doing and the one that I love the most. And let's end on this. I know you're a big uniform guy, and one of the cool things about our organization is the uniforms through the years. From when you were a kid, and I, you know, I always talk to Ray Fossey about this, to, to where Charlie Finley and had all those different uniforms and to where we are today, there really is nothing better than the green and gold with the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we could, we could. Have, this is a great discussion. Like, I did not love what they did in the uh, mid '80s with the athletics script and the white on white. I didn't love it because I like A's. For me, is it's A's. I, I like referring to the team as the A's as, as opposed to the athletics, and that's just a personal silly thing. But the the uniforms that the A's wore in, I think, '75. 75 and 76 one of the combinations it was the kelly green top i loved that one for me that was the one dick green and claudio washington and bill north and some of the survivors of uh the early free agent defectors uh in the in the finley days that was my favorite uniform top i'm looking right now at a dick williams and reggie jackson bobblehead i have in my (laughs) office and they've got the green kelly green top on I love those. Uh, not to mention, here's a sleeper. The What the A's wore, and I think it was the 71 All-Star game at Tiger Stadium when Reggie hit the light tower, I think the A's wore the yellow-yellow combination. That one, I just, I like the color, man. More, more Kelly green and yellow for me. There was a game, I don't remember what year it was, the Pirates were in town, and it was a throwback game, and Monty Moore brought his dinger bell, and it was it, the A's were all yellow. It was, it was the gold top, gold pants, and the Pirates went all black, old school with the piping around the hat. Really one of the greatest uniform games I've ever seen. Oh, that's fantastic. That's worth digging up. Yeah, that exact. I couldn't agree more. The, the, the cake box hat that the Pirates wore was great. 
And for me, yeah, we're talking about the A's, the Kelly Green was my favorite with the A's instead of Oakland. Well, you, you talk about being able to talk for a long time. I could talk to you all day. I'm a big fan. I love the network, love your work on ESPN and in the NFL. We appreciate it. And, and since you're such a big A's fan, you know we're going to have to have you back again. Would love to. Talk A's anytime. It's one of the few things I'm actually qualified to talk about. So uh, <laughs> look forward to it, Chris. Hey, you take care. Okay, man. Thanks. Matt Vaskersen from the MLB Network, ESPN, does NFL. He's does Olympics. He's a really good guy. And I, you know, knowing people that have worked with him, whether it was with the Padres or at the network, it's real. He is really a good guy, sharp guy. And these are the type of interviews you're going to get on A's Cast Live on a daily basis. As my producer, the reason why we brought Commander Cody in here is because he's got a Rolodex, and that Rolodex, we're going to use it every single day, Monday through Friday. Now, I'm not going to be on the show tomorrow night. Uh, We're going to be on from 4 to 7. I'm going to be flying back with the team, but I will be back on Thursday. Thursday's going to be a great day. I'm going to go down to Pebble Beach to the U.S. Open, watch that kick off, and then we'll be on Thursday from 4 to 7. These are the type of interviews. This is the style. You're going to love this show, and we're going to have it for you for a long time. Matt Vaskers, and we have to go over some of the things he had to say. And then Bob Melvin is going to join us at 245 right here on A's Cast Live. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia but can't make it to the Coliseum? During every weekend home series, the Oakland A's Community Fund will hold a digital silent auction through the MLB Ballpark app. You can bid on rare memorabilia items, including baseballs, jerseys, bats, game-used equipment, and autographed items. Proceeds from the silent auction benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund and its initiatives in the community. Download the app at athletics.com slash ballpark app. Playing in Hero Town? It's only fitting to get your group together to reserve the Budweiser Hero Day. Located next to the right field foul pole, this awesome new space can hold around 100 people and a bunch of home run balls. With an all-inclusive buffet, now is the time to be the hero of your friends and colleagues by grabbing tickets and a cold one for a great day at the ballpark. For more information about the Budweiser Hero Day, visit athletics.com slash premium today. Looking for the latest on the A's minor leagues? One of the latest additions to A's cast is The Farm. A look around the minor leagues with interviews, updates, and profiles on the future A's tearing up the minors. Now is the time to secure your own terrace table with seating for two or four people to eat, drink, and cheer the A's right from these amazing new half-moon tables. With awesome in-seat ordering and exclusive discounts, this might be the best seat in the house. So grab your friends, family, or co-workers and come out early for a great day at the ballpark. To learn more about the Terrace and some of the other exciting new ballpark locations, visit athletics.com slash premium today. The future is bright in Oakland and the East Bay. 15,000 local youth baseball and softball players are participating in the Future A's program, presented by Kaiser Permanente. The club's new initiative provides complimentary jerseys and hats to local youth baseball and softball leagues. Teams also receive additional benefits and support, including development clinics, tickets to A's games, and more. Visit athletics.com future for more information. Looking to understand what makes the A's tick? With weekly shows with manager Bob Melvin and general manager David Forst, now you get the inside scoop into the green and gold. Download A's Cast today or head to athletics.com slash podcast to get started. It's time to grab your reserved space in the popular Connie Mack Club. The club space gives your group a private area located in Shive Park Tavern for the entire ball game. The Connie Mack Club features access to outdoor seating and includes a pre-game buffet filled with our highest-end food package. This area of the ballpark is perfect for 30 to 50 guests to kick back, relax, and enjoy the game. For more information about the Connie Mack Club and other group offers, visit athletics.com groups. Now back to A's Cast Live. Here's Chris Townsend. The face of the franchise has just walked in the booth. That's Raymond Fossey. Two-time World Series champion, two-time gold glover, two-time all-star. 
Hey, we just talked about you with Matt Vaskersian. He's a big fan. He's good people. We going to eat at 605? I'm done at 605. That's Eastern to you people. Uh, we're on the Eastern time zone. Dinner at, by the way, the Trop, best media food so far. We had ribs last night. We had turkey. Because let me tell you something. Some of these media, I mean, it's like, it's like they're feeding my kids. It's chicken tenders. It's fries. It's like, come on, people, make some real food. I am done with chicken tenders. I can tell you. My kids can eat chicken tenders every single day. But uh, I got to start getting in shape for my beach house during the All-Star break in San Diego. Yeah. Big time, Ray Fossey. Not as big time as you. All right. So we want to get this to you. If you ever... Metrics are kind of getting crazy. So baseballsavant.com has come up with a new metric. It's called outfield jump. I asked Bob Melvin about it before we did our interview today. He had no clue what it was. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. This helps us measure how quickly an outfielder gets moving toward the ball. Often before a full sprint is even required, or how many feet did he cover in the right direction in the first three seconds after pitch release? What? The other, the three other components also help measure jump. Reaction feet covered in any direction in the first 1.5 seconds. Think of it like the way to measure first step. So like Jackie Bradley Jr. is plus 2.9 feet above average. Kiermaier, who we saw last night, he's, ama he's amazing. So there's burst, feet covered in any direction in the second of 1.5 seconds. Think of it like a way to measure acceleration. Kiermaier is plus 2.1 feet above average. So he's the leader in that. And then there's route. Compares feet covered in any direction to feet covered in the correct direction over the full three seconds. Whatever the heck that means, Adam Benatende of the Red, of the Red Sox, Benatende, is plus 1.2 feet above average. So in the top five, we do not have an A in the top five. <laughs> oh, no, no, we do. Wait a minute. We do. We have Ramon Laureano is number, he's tied for second best in all of baseball in reaction. Once again, feet covered in any direction in the first 1.5 seconds. Think of it like a way to measure first step. Ramon Laureano is tied for second best in baseball at plus 1.9 feet. So uh, there you go. If you're so into metrics and you're worried about how good an outfielder is, you can now go to Baseball Savant, and you can check out Outfield Jump, the latest. We're going to have to get Eno Saris on to really explain this thing for us because, wow. Let me explain something to you about what you're going to see in this game tonight and Ryan Stanek, who's going to be starting for the Rays. As people call in the postgame show all the time at 510-897-1322, you can also text me. We, we're not taking phone calls during this show yet i will make it happen at some point but i can take your text and you can text me at 510-897-1322 510-897-1322 and you can always throw me questions on twitter my twitter handle is at townsend radio but you people hate the opener i know it because i heard it but just look at these numbers the, the Rays use the opener, and the way they use it, they're extremely successful. I'm going to read to you straight from the game notes how successful they have been since starting this philosophy last year. I don't care why they did it. I don't care why other teams think they don't need to do it. It's data. The numbers don't lie. Are you ready? Here we go. And oh, by the by the way, the Rays with the win last night. They are now. I'll get that. They are now. How was it? Okay, so with the win last night, the Rays are now a hundred and two and sixty. 
102 and 60 over their last 162 games. Got to be doing something right. So, Stanick, this will be the 21st time this season the Rays are using the opener to start. Their 19th time using Stanick. Rays have used an opener 70, 75 times since the start of last season. Their record during that time is 44 and 31. That's a winning percentage of 587. 587. Is that any good? Including 12 and 8 this year, which is a winning percentage of 600. Since they debuted the opener on May 19, 2018, with Sergio Romo against the Angels, the Rays have pitched to a 3.29 ERA, which is the best in the American League, and it only trails the Los Angeles Dodgers at 3.23. And the reason why that is so special is because obviously the only team is a National League team, and they don't have to face a DH. It's amazing. They rank second in the majors in starters ERA at 2.98. And they're second in the majors in bullpen with an ERA of 3.51. You cannot tell me that the opener. Do I like the opener? No. But do I know it works and you should use it? As I've talked with David Forrest, yes. There's only two things that you do in this game. You win or you lose. And if it's going to help the A's win, more times than not, I'm all for it. Use it. It's like shifting. Do I like shifting? No. But it works. That's the bottom line. One of the things we're going to address with Bob Melvin is the bullpen. The bullpen last year had a 3.37 ERA, which was the third best in Major League Baseball. So we knew the bullpen was lights out last year. They had a lead. It was ball game over. But this year, they're over a run higher so far with a 4.44 ERA, which is 17th in Major League Baseball. So the 925 just texted me and said, can we talk A's bullpen and what we can do to fix it? The stuff hasn't changed for Trevino and Trinan. What needs to happen with this bullpen is they need to get these guys' confidence back. And I think they need to simplify. You have such good stuff. You, you don't need to be throwing it. To, you're coming out to get three outs. Sometimes a little bit more. Come in. I'm throwing my, I'm throwing this bowling ball two-seam fastball that just drops. We now call it a sinker. There actually used to be like Oral Hersizer or Fernando Valenzuela. They threw a true sinker. These guys are, it's a fastball that's sinking. I don't know why they call it a sinker. It's still a fastball. The difference is you have a four-seam, you have a two-seam fastball. Your four-seam fastball is going to be straight. Your two-seam fastball, which I used to throw, would sink down and in because of the grip. But it was still a fastball. Look at the velocity. Blake trying to needs Blake, come on in and tell everybody, all I'm throwing is this fastball that sinks. I don't need to throw a cutter. I don't need to throw a changeup. I don't need to throw a curveball. Just get back to your bowling ball sinker and you'll get three outs. Get that kind. And the same thing with Trevino. Stop being so cute with four pitches. You don't need, you're not a starter. You're a reliever. You're getting three outs. Sometimes we're going to ask for more. That's fine. But the thing that I've seen, like in Texas, Lou gets behind on two different batters, 2-0, and the next you know, he's throwing a, a 93-mile-an-hour cutter that he leaves over the plate. Think about that as a hitter. You don't have to be a big league hitter to understand. I got a guy throwing 98 miles an hour and the ball's moving. That's not easy to hit. Hell, that's not easy to catch. And then 
You're now going to throw me a 93 mile an hour cutter. You're doing me a favor. You're speeding up my bat. I got a better chance as, as a hitter to hit 93 that's moving a little bit versus 98 that's moving a little bit. Get back to who you, your power arms. Get back to using your power pitches. That is what I would do if I was the pitching coach. I don't want to see a changeup. Do not throw. I tell Fegley, do not call for a changeup. And if they want to go to a changeup, call timeout and go out and say, you're not throwing your changeup. And I'd get away from the cutter because their cutters aren't really cutting. I would go back fastball slider. Fastball slider, that's it. You're throwing for both Blake and Trevino. I'm throwing two pitches. Fastball slider, dominate. Get back to being who you really are. That's would be so 925. That's what I would say. Don't I don't want to see a curveball. I don't want to see a changeup. I don't want to see a cutter. Fastball slider, that's it. And go out and attack. Coming up next, we're going to play the Bob Melvin show for you. This is the only place you get the Bob Melvin show. Now, I'll cut it up and play little bits of it when we go to our regular pregame show, A's Total Access, that you hear on 860 AM in the Bay Area, in the Valley, North, Northern California, Sacramento, Sports 1140 KHDK. You'll get snippets of it. But the only place you can hear the entire Bob Melvin show is A's cast. Tell your family, tell your friends, they got to download it. How about this? I've even been downloading A's cast here in Florida. There's been A's fans that we've run into at the hotel. I've put A's cast on their phone. I put A's cast on Glenn Kuyper's phone yesterday in the bus. And I'm working on Ray Fossey's phone as we speak. Tell your family, tell your friends, get on A's cast. Coming up next, we're going to talk about home runs. We're going to talk about bat flips. We're going to talk about Big Poppy. We'll talk some Golden State Warriors. We'll talk some U.S. Open down at Pebble Beach. All coming up next, the Bob Melvin Show on A's Cast Live. Want to give back to the community along with some of your favorite A's players and front office staff? Through the A's volunteer team, fans can join us in giving back to Oakland and the East Bay. Through your time and energy, fans can earn rewards based on the number of hours spent volunteering. To get started, visit athletics.com slash community. That's athletics.com slash community. Now is the time to secure your own terrace table with seating for two or four people to eat, drink, and cheer the A's right from these amazing new half-moon tables. With awesome in-seat ordering and exclusive discounts, this might be the best seat in the house. So grab your friends, family, or coworkers and come out early for a great day at the ballpark. To learn more about the Terrace and some of the other exciting new ballpark locations, visit athletics.com slash premium today. Want to take home half of the 50-50 pot? This season, you'll have even more opportunities to test out your luck. The Oakland A's Community Fund will host a 50-50 raffle at every home game in 2019. Tickets are sold from gates opening through the last out of the sixth inning, from raffle sellers, or at the kiosk at Section 217. The winner will be announced in-game and will receive 50% of the jackpot, with the remainder benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more at athletics.com raffle. From sweet plans to single game suites, there's nothing like premium hospitality and athletics baseball. New for the 2019 season, food and beverages are now included in all suites plus options to create a three game suite plan. Plus, select plans also include an A's Access membership, allowing you to attend every regular season home game. To learn more about A's suites, visit athletics.com slash suites. That's athletics.com slash suites. If you're a baseball fan and a parent, you've probably had to explain to your kid that a 2-2 count isn't something a ballerina wears. As a parent or even a sibling, you may have also had to explain that a makeup game doesn't involve lipstick or mascara. But as a parent and an A's fan, we do hope you know about our new A's stomping ground. This awesome space is open and waiting for you. From awesome new games for kids to interactive activities, the A's Stomping Ground is right for you and your family. So the next time the kids want to know what a sandwich pick is or who got that 2-2 pitch, 
you will know it's time to go to a ball game and visit the A Stomping Ground, a free area in right field for kids and families. Visit athletics.com slash stomping ground to learn today. That's athletics.com slash stomping ground. Now back to A's Cast Live. Here's Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live, presented by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Check out their beds. They're absolutely unbelievable, and they are owned by a major A's fan. That's why they are the sponsor of the Bob Melvin Show. And, Bob, something just really special just happened. Mickey Morabito, it's his birthday today. You guys presented him with a, a cake, the traveling secretary. And everybody now knows this has been the road trip from hell, and it's very, been very tough. But it wasn't for Mickey it could even be worse it could be way worse we we would probably would have had to most teams probably would have had to fly the next morning day of game get in and go straight to the ballpark and play a game he's got more contacts than anybody in baseball uh for a team that's not noted for uh maybe spending some money we have a great plane we stay in the best hotels he's got all the contacts in the league he does stuff for you in the off season he's actually a, a very good friend of mine too and there is not a better traveled secretary in baseball and it's just not that you have to go get a plane you got to get a crew too you got to get the pilots you got to get the the people that work inside the plane the flight attendants i mean it, it's more than just getting an airplane and he had to get it from oakland there was nothing in dallas there was nothing anywhere close by so as quickly as he could he got a plane to fly out of Oakland and and had a crew there and and supplemented the crew with a couple that are on our crew because they knew our gang and everything. It's there's a lot involved in, in in what he does and he did it very quickly the other night. I got some numbers here for you that are, are pretty amazing. Entering Monday, we're on pace for 6,514 home runs. Entering today, we got 15 players that have hit 18 home runs or more, and we've got 22 teams on pace to hit 200 or more. There was only 11 teams that did it last year. What is going on with all these home runs, in your opinion? Well, that's where the game's going, and that's what the guys are, are taught to do now. And, and when you say that, strikeouts have gone up, too. So, uh, you know, it's 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 big swing and a miss, or it's a home run, or it's a walk. And, and that's what guys are getting paid for these days. Um, and if you look, I think the ball might be a little bit juiced this year. I think there's a lot of things that are playing into that. And you know, fans like to see homers, so I think baseball's doing everything they can, and, and certainly the players are doing everything they can. And one thing that's always interesting about you is that you throw BP every day, so you're somebody that's touching the baseball, you're throwing it, you're seeing how far it's going in batting practice, so have you seen that kind of difference? Yeah, I have. I mean, the last couple of years has felt a little different, but you know what? Guys are conditioned a little bit better now. You look at the guys in golf now and how far they're hitting the ball to, the technology, the bats are harder. Uh, there's some similarities between golf and baseball right now, and guys are in better shape and they're stronger too. So I think you combine all of those things, and uh, the bottom line is there's a lot more power. Yeah, we got the U.S. Open starting on Thursday down at Pebble Beach, and I'm going to be able to make it down there for the first round. And, and being out at the A&T, AT&T this year, it is crazy how far. And, of course, you're a very good golfer back in your day before the injury. It is crazy how far everybody's hitting in every single sport. It, it really is. And I think, you know, you're seeing some golf courses are getting humbled by these guys now. And, and par fives that are playing like par fours, you know, Pebbles really done nothing to to combat that. It's it's a short golf course uh, compared to some of the ones out there, the newer ones now. But you know, obviously in Pebble, the wind and the and the weather comes into play. The greens they'll grow the rough up, so uh, they'll try to combat it that way. But you know, some of these older golf courses are are getting humbled by these long hitters. Isn't there a great story about you and the AT and T and and a one iron on eighteen? Yeah, you know, there was a shootout way back when, and it, baseball had two players from every team go to Pebble and, and played in a shootout, or excuse me, the, a tournament, and then every day there were four guys uh, that made it to a shootout on the last day, and it was, it was you'd play 1, 2, 3, 17, and 18, and there were four guys left at 18, and I was one of those guys, and I had like 239 left into 18 with a one arm. The sun was going down. Everybody was following. It was a pretty cool deal. So uh, got a little bit of history with Pebble, and, and what a great golf course we'll all be watching this week. We don't want to ever make excuses. The bottom line in this business, it's winning and losing. That's all you're judged on. But it is tough when we've had these issues where 
leaving Anaheim late, arriving in Texas uh, in the morning around five something, not getting to your room till six. Obviously, the the deal with the plane, you play a doubleheader on Saturday, which which was all day long, and then you're there all day long on Sunday because of the plane. This has been a really tough road trip for this crew. It has, but like you said, there's no excuses. You know, you're going to go through some 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 issues during the course of the season. It really all started with the night game in Anaheim. If we're playing a day game, we're we're certainly not as taxed as we are right now. You get in at 6 o'clock in the morning, like you said, you play a game, you got a daylight doubleheader the next day, a day game the next day that's affected by weather and then three-and-a-half-hour delay to get into here. So it's it's been tough, but you know what? At the end of the day, we're traveling on charters. Uh, we're not going through terminals and so forth, and, you know, it's just one of the tougher trips, but it shouldn't shouldn't be lost in the fact that, you know, when you go out there to play a baseball game, uh, it shouldn't affect you. And when I think about you coming up, with just some really old school guys as a player with the Detroit Tigers and where we are today in baseball, there's still some guys that want to be old school and they don't like the the pitchers. They give up home runs. They want guys just to run around the bases. I think they want everybody to be Adam Rosales. Instead, you know, we're seeing a lot of watching it and bat flipping. And what, what's your opinion on that? You know what? I, I've softened some on that because I know we're trying to attract a younger crowd. And, and I think the younger crowd enjoys that. And you're seeing basketball now, what they're doing, and football with the celebrations and so forth. And, and baseball is maybe the oldest school of all the sports. I think we have to temper that some and understand that, you know, there's some emotion in this game. It's okay to show your emotion. And I think some of the younger fans embrace it. So, you know, I, I used to be one of those guys, oh, you know, don't watch it. We'll hit you next time up. I, that's kind of gone gone away a little bit. You have to acclimate some and and move forward and understand kind of where the game's going. And I do have Mark Cannon on my team. So, um, you know, I do kind of enjoy some of the stuff he does, even though some of the other teams don't. But I think baseball is headed in that direction. Well, and I even think about the A's in their glory days in the late 80s and 90s. I mean, even pitchers, Dennis Sackersley's pointing at guys. Jose and Ricky are watching it go. So for, for this organization, that has been something that's been going on for a long time. It has, and I do understand some of the, the older guys or some of the more veteran guys would have a problem with it. It's when you when some of the, the younger guys, like over in Texas, you know, with Sampson, I mean, you should you should kind of understand that if you're a younger guy, too. And, you know, he had some dramatics he was doing, too, was stepping on somebody's bat on the way back and so forth. So um, I think there is a, a time and place for it. And if, if the fans like it, then you know what? I'm all for it. We know that your team traditionally starts to get hot in June. We're in June. What are your thoughts right now on your ball club? You know, we just haven't hit our stride yet. You know, we've shown we've shown some some aspects where, you know, we won 10 games in a row. Everything was on time. We were getting a well-pitched game. We were scoring enough runs. Certain days when we were giving up runs, we were scoring a lot of runs. Uh, you know, we came together for a stretch there. But overall, over the course of the season, we really haven't. And here recently we haven't as well. So I still think this thing's going to come together. Um, you know, we have some guys right now that aren't swinging the bat that we expect to swing the bat a little bit better. We're struggling a little bit, giving up some runs later in games, which we didn't do last year. So, you know, some of the things that, that showed up last year aren't right now, but the ingredients are still there. And, you know, it's our jobs as coaches and, and managers, too, to, to try to put these ingredients in the right places and, you know, typically this team does, you know, down the stretch or the last couple months of the season, we get some help, you know, and getting some guys here and maybe getting uh, some guys go away that are struggling some. So um, I, I still hold out hope that we're going to play our best baseball coming down the stretch in the last few months of the season. And I think the guys do as well. It is kind of shocking when you look at your numbers, the bullpen numbers, when you start looking at the ERA for a Trinan or a Trevino. Talk about the back of your bullpen, how it just it just hasn't been close to last year. Right. Well, you know, replicating a season from the previous season is tough to do. And I think one of the toughest things to do is forecast bullpen arms. That can be really difficult to do. So the, the facts are that they haven't lost their stuff. They're still throwing 98 miles an hour. They still have good cutters. They still have good breaking balls. Maybe the pitch complement hasn't been as good. Maybe they've been the one pitch or the two pitches that they're hanging it, right now. Hitters aren't missing. Um, but the, the thing about it is the stuff's still there. So at some point in time, I think both these guys are going to be fine. And I think that's one of the ingredients that I talked about when we'll start hitting our stride. 
one of the great guys in baseball is Big Poppy, David Ortiz. And it was shocking for us to learn that he had been shot in the Dominican Republic. Good news today. He's in Boston, took his first step since the surgery, saved his life. Just just, just a horrible story. What are your thoughts on Big Poppy? Yeah, he is a great guy and, and what a competitor. You know, on the other side, he's the one guy on their team. And they had a lot of guys that you didn't want to come up in big situations. He was the guy that always came up. He really enjoyed the game. I think he had kind of a new school approach in, in how he played. He really enjoyed his home runs. He was a guy that would watch him a little bit too. And But you could, he always had a smile on his face. He loved playing the game. He had a lot of fun doing it. And I think that resonated with everybody and seemed to get along with everybody too. It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's. And, but you could, he always had a smile on his face. He loved playing the game. He had a lot of fun doing it. And I think that resonated with everybody and seemed to get along with everybody too. So he's revered in Boston. I'm glad he's been in back in Boston getting taken care of by those people there who who love him there and you know we all have our fingers crossed that everything works out with him because he's one of the great personalities and one of the great players in the game and let's end on this your Golden State Warriors survived last night were you able to watch the game last night what were your thoughts we were lucky enough to see the second half and I really thought and I was telling our guys if they win last night they're going to win this series I really believe that they'll go home and they'll win and then all the pressure is going to be on Toronto and they go back to Toronto so I think last night's game was one of the epic games that they've ever played in this run being able to win that game with Durant coming out and so forth which which you know gives you a heavy heart in the middle of the games but the guys stepped up won a close game I believe they're going to win this series and when you're dealing with someone like Kevin Durant and he, he tried to give it a go and he says he's going to try and give it a go I think again you know to watch guys you won a championship with the Diamondbacks and you saw great players Schilling and the big unit do great things Talk about when these great players have that chance to be on the big stage. And even if you're hurt, you got to give it a go. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you count on those guys that go over the course of the season, but you count on them more in the playoffs and in big games. And, you know, you talk about Randy Johnson won three games in the in the 2001 World Series and pitched game six and came back and pitched in game seven, too. So guys like that tend to, end, tend to show up big in these games like Steph Curry is right now. If Kevin Durant has a chance to be healthy and come back, I think it'd be impactful. I don't know that they can count on that, but I still think they have the guys to win it. All right, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Thank you. That's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by NestBetting.com. That's NestBetting.com. Yeah, the Bob Melvin Show. That was good. Bob was good. He was on it today. Even Bob, after the interview, was like, that was really good. I mean, got a lot of info there out of the skipper. Where are you going to get it each week? There's only one place to go, and that's A's Cast Live, and then to listen to it on A's Cast. It's now time for a little buying or selling with Commander Cody. It's time for buying or selling. Sell, sell. Right now with Chris Townsend on A's Cast Live. What's happening? Not much. How's the trap? Actually, it's not as bad as people think it is. It really isn't. Now, they need a new yard. I know that. But it, it's it's not that bad. Yeah, it's, I've better always, the, it's better than the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there. I like what the Rays do. I'm on board with the analytics that both teams do the Rays and the A's. So it's one of the stadiums. I'm one of the few in the minority that actually want to go to the Trop. So hopefully I get down there before they eventually build a new stadium. Oh, you could not play baseball outside here. It'd be, it'd be rain delay theater every day. I mean, it's muggy. It's Florida. It's muggy. It's hot. They'd have problems with rain almost on a daily basis. As an East Coast guy, I know exactly what that's like, especially with rain and humidity. So I know how that would go. All right, first, for buying or selling, I'm going to go with this one. Number one, Chris Sale will never win a Cy Young Award the rest of his career. Now, he's never won one as it is. The highest he's ever finished was second, which was 2017 when he lost to Corey Kluber, where he led in strikeouts and fielding independent pitching, which takes away – uh, your your ability to vent, uh, prevent home runs and walks and hitting batters and getting strikeouts. Buying or selling, Chris Sale will never win the AL Cy Young Award. I'm going to sell that because Chris Sale could come out and have a fantastic year. I mean, he plays for one of the prime teams in the American League. Is it a big bump in the road this year at times? Yes. 
but I still think he, he he's he's got a lot left in his career. And all he has to have is one really good year where the Red Sox are scoring a bunch of runs behind him. And next thing you know, he's 18 and whatever. And since he plays for the Red Sox, he will always get votes. I'm selling that one. Yeah, because remember, he started the year 0-4 an ERA close to 9. And since then, he's has a 2-1-70 ERA. I went back into the, the uh, metrics on it. He has 106 strikeouts and 66, in, 66 innings. So he's been on a roll. I, I agree with you. He's gonna eventually going to win one. Uh, buying or selling number two, the Athletics' only all-star this season will be Matt Chapman. Ooh. I'm going to sell that, too, because maybe I, it's very tough for an A to get in as a position player. It's very tough because he's not going to get the votes. And if only one A's, if only one A is taken – there's a good chance it could be a pitcher because that's every team's got to have somebody. And when you don't get guys voted in, I could easily see the only guy being all-star is going to be Frankie Montas because it's easier just to put a pitcher on and say, oh, we, we took care of one of their guys. And then it, if, maybe if it's only one player, might be Josh Fegley. I mean, Josh Fegley's leading all catchers in RBIs. I mean, he's having a hell of a year, so I'm going to sell that one. I, I hope we get multiple A's in, but I'm not sure if the A's only get one that it will be Chapman. I was going to say, because we're almost out of time, Fegley's actually seventh in the voting in AL right now for catchers, so he's got a, a tough uh, tough hill to climb there in the, in the catchers where Chapman's fifth in the AL voting for third baseman. But you need to, you're going to you're going to need two catchers. Yeah. I, I could see him getting in, especially because of the RBI stats, so – I, I hope they have more than one. I'm, I'm with you. I think Montas gets it. I think Chapman, you know, will probably get in, and then we'll see Fagley. So uh, that's all, we're, all the time we're going to have for buying or selling today. The other ones were pretty good, but we'll save those. Yeah, we'll have a uh, – so tomorrow the show's from 4 to 7, right? Yeah, with uh, Alex Jensen hosting the show. Alex Jensen tomorrow from 4 to 7. I'll be flying back from Florida, thank God, ready to get home. All right, that's going to do it for A's Cast Live. We'll be back at 3.15 on A's Cast uh with A's total access you'll also hear us on 860 a.m in the bay area in sacramento the valley northern california sports 1140 khgk a's and the rays will be back in 10 minutes alex jensen a's all night next right here on a's cast have a great day everybody this has been a presentation of the oakland athletics